Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm your host, Kyle Brown. Pretty much regardless of where you are in the U.S. right now, you're dealing with some heat as we're getting into the height of the season. To help talk about that today, I've got on the show Mandy Edens, who is the director of the Directorate of Technical Support and Emergency Management for OSHA. So welcome to the show today, Mandy. Thank you very much. You've been talking a lot about heat in the last couple of weeks. People have been really dealing with some hot situations all across the U.S., especially out here in the East. It's been, it's been a lot warmer than people have expected. There are a lot of superintendents who might be struggling to keep their crews safe in the warmer temperatures right now. So why is it important to really monitor heat conditions for a golf course maintenance crew? Well, as you said, I mean, obviously in the the business they're in, their job makes it critical that they be outside. I don't know of many golf courses that are inside these days. Mm -hmm. But like many other workers who are out in the heat, you know, that's a major hazard as we get into the hotter parts of the summer. And, you know, it seems like every year it hits a little earlier. So, you know, it's really important that they be aware of sort of the heat risk that their employees have when they're out there doing the jobs that they have to do, which require them to be um, in the heat sometimes for several hours doing different types of tasks. You know, we want them to monitor those heat conditions so that they can be prepared to take the necessary precautions to prevent any types of heat illness or heat exhaustion, because these are really very preventable types of illnesses and injuries that can be done with just a few easily planned sort of activities, primary among them being, you know, simple things like water, rest, and shade. Mm-hmm. Why don't we run down a couple of things right now? You, you said that a lot of these things are very preventable. So what are some of the symptoms that we should be looking for for heat-related illnesses? Well, it ranges. You know, you can start from anything as simple as a heat cramp to going all the way up to something very severe like a heat stroke. And so, you know, obviously cramps are just muscle pains and things like that. Those are the first beginnings of, you know, that you may be experiencing some some hazards there because you're starting to lose water. And so that's generally a sign that you're sweating a lot and you're losing a lot of water that you'll cramp up. And then as you get a little more hot, then you might suffer some signs and symptoms of heat exhaustion. And those things, good things like, you know, a headache, you're getting a little nausea, uh, you might be feeling a little dizzy or weak, you'll be thirsty, and you might sort of start to sweat very heavily. Some things that you may not notice as much might be something like irritability and confusion, mm-hmm. which is why we always think, you know, it's a good idea to have a buddy around or have your, you know, managers keeping an eye on their employees because some of these symptoms you may not necessarily notice in yourself, but you may see in some of your coworkers. Then, you know, as you get a hotter core temperature, you may progress this to the most severe part of it, which is a heat stroke. And in that zone, you're going to get confusion. You may, they may lose consciousness and get extremely high, you know, uh, body temperatures that might even cause seizures. At those points, those are the most drastic forms of, of heat illness, and those would require calling emergency services. But hopefully, you know, with the, the measures you put in place, you would never get to those types of extreme symptoms. But those are sort of the, the range of things that can be experienced with overexposure to heat. It wouldn't be too hard to really teach your employees, teach your crew how to keep an eye for these things either. It sounds like these are all pretty straightforward as far as pretty common sense ideas. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's when you see fatalities among heat is why it's so tragic is because these are true, like you say, common sense things. But you just need to be aware because sometimes, you know, I think one of the big messages is, uh, is acclimatization. People are maybe off of vacation a couple of weeks. They come back and they want to work on the golf course and they don't realize that they're not really acclimatized again to the heat mm-hmm. or it may be the beginning of the season. 
they need to be constantly reminded. You can also make sure that you make things easily accessible to workers, that you're putting water where it's easy to get, that you do have a plan to sort of make sure you can get to shade when necessary and take the necessary breaks as the days get hotter and hotter. You know, one of the things that you guys have done is worked on an app that can help superintendents keep track of the heat danger from day to day. Tell me about this a little bit. How can how can this app help keep your team safe out in the heat? Yeah, as you said, I mean, the app is not only for a manager, it's for the employees uh, themselves. And it's, it's kind of a component of a total program. I think the first point you need to do is, you know, the app is not the thing you start with. So the app is sort of an add-on. Mm. Because really, as I, I mentioned, there's three basic things that need to be done. You need to have water, you need to have rest, and you need to have shade. But in order to do those three things, you really have to have a heat illness prevention plan in place so that you know when it gets hot what to do. And it depends on how hot it is as to what part of your plan you want to implement. And so what the app does is it can give you in real time, it can use your phone, and it can know where you are, or you can put in a temperature and humidity you want, and it'll calculate the heat index for you where you are. And so it, what it does, depending on what the, the heat index is, it'll give you different kinds of precautions to take at each one. So it gives you a lower caution, a moderate caution, a high risk, and then a very high risk. And then there are different kinds of precautions or protective measures to take for each of those risk levels. So what the app is able to do is sort of, you know, say you have a plan in place for how to deal with moderately hot days. The app will tell you, I'm in a moderately hot day. It'll sort of reinforce what you've been trained about the precautions to take. And so it, but it gives you, you know, it allows you not to have to remember what all these things are. You can pull <laughs> up on your phone and it can either be the thing you use to sort of tell you what the precautions are take, sort of amplify the training that you have had and that the, the, the kind of precautions that you're getting, say, when you start your work day and maybe your manager is saying, it's a hot day out there, I'm going to remind you X, Y, and Z. They know that because, you know, they pulled up the app that day. Mm-hmm. It can also monitor in real time because, you know, sometimes you start at one end of the day and it's one level and it could get several degrees uh, hotter as you work into the afternoon sort of the very high to extreme risk, they, that's exactly one of the added all precautions is to reschedule non-essential activity to a cooler part of the day. You know, maybe to say, you know, before all the tea times start, that's when you do a lot of the mowing or maintenance that needs to get done or, you know, at, at the end of the day after everybody else is, you know, done playing golf. I mean, there are lots of simple common sense things that can be done, and I think the app amplifies a lot of those things, and hopefully, you know, a lot of people We'll heed them. We've partnered up with the National Weather Service, and when they have high-index heat days, they also will alert workers in addition to the general public about the hazards that workers may face. So this is a great partnership that we've had with the National Weather Service now going on, I think, three or four years. And so they helped us, you know, in developing this app. So we're pulling from, you know, National Weather Service monitors across the country is what you're sort of getting on your phone. Where can we find out more about this particular app just as a part of that plan that we're, that we're using? Yeah, all of this information and, and also the ability to download the app is on our OSHA website at www.osha.gov. Uh, and it's right there right now. It's one of the main leading banners. You can click on that. It has our website, our training materials, all of our quick cards that can be used, and it also has a place where you can download the app. All right, perfect. Well, I'll definitely make sure that information is in the show notes as well so people can click through and just head over there and take a look at at this particular app and find ways that they can integrate that into their plan already to help take care of their crew. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you helping out today. 
And thank you for helping us get the message out. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media, Inc. I've been your host and producer, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page on golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.